If you've wondered how you can gain perspective and cultivate authenticity through travel, then this is the episode for you. Join in while I have Mandy from Intrepid Travel and we talk about all things responsible and sustainable touring all over the world and options closer to home. Hey, I'm Steph and I'm obsessed with all things travel, marketing, branding and helping you stand out from the crowd. In just under two years, I went from being a home-based travel agent with zero clue how to make it work in the digital world to launching an international ranking travel podcast and creating an online course to help travel agents in lead generation. Here's one thing I know for sure. There has never in the history of the world been a better time to create the travel business you've always wanted. All you need is an actionable strategy and someone to show you the way. Picture this, we're going to spend the next hour of our time together at the Swim Up Pool Bar, where over a cocktail, we deep dive into travel-related topics, mixed with a little classroom training. This show is dedicated to encouraging you to step outside of your comfort zone and into your travel business. I'll show you how I did it and how you can too. Hit subscribe now and let's get into it. If you're a travel agent wanting to onboard your perfect fit clients into your biz, download my free cheat sheet for lead generation systems you can use right now. Head to stephaniemyers.academy forward slash cheat sheet. You're listening to Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. And welcome to episode number 17 for Unplug in Paradise, the podcast. I'm so excited. Today I am joined by Mandy Alderson from Intrepid Travel. And I can't wait to dive into this episode. The way that Mandy explains her story and captivates you through her own travels, it is seriously, seriously travel goals. So make sure that you head over to travelbystephanie.com.au forward slash 17 to catch all the show notes because there'll be some incredibly awesome resources there that you can check out after the show. Stay tuned and we'll dive in now. Hello, Mandy. Welcome to Unplug in Paradise. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me. No worries. It's so lovely having you on the show with us today, sharing your wisdom and grace. Before we begin, I'd like to take a moment to recognise the generations of the local Aboriginal people of the Bundjalung Nation who have lived in and derived their physical and spiritual needs from the forests, rivers, lakes and streams of this beautiful valley over thousands of years as the traditional owners and custodians of these lands. On today's episode, we are here not only to dive into Mandy's background in travel, but to dig a little deeper into her journey as a yoga teacher and wellness advocate, which has landed her back into the hot seat with Intrepid Travel. Later in the episode, we are going to be chatting more about what Intrepid Travel's brand message is and why they are a solid choice for female travellers either jetting off together for the ultimate girl squad journey or whether you're flying solo. We're going to showcase an exciting new product as well, which is 
in Intrepid's local range that is really super duper close to my heart and I'm so excited and I couldn't be more pumped to get stuck into it. So let's go. Awesome. So Mandy, let's start off by uncovering your background. If you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit more about your humble beginnings in travel and where your journey has led you since you first began. Yeah, absolutely. So I had a bit of an unusual um, entry into the travel world. I mean, I did, I sort of, I guess, like what a lot of us do when we're younger, we start traveling and some of us travel a bit and then come back and settle into the rest of life. But for me, my first ever trip was to Thailand um, with a couple of girlfriends. And I remember this one moment where I thought, you know what, this is, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But it didn't happen quickly. I ended up over in London doing the in token two years working visa over there. <laughs> the rite of passage. And the rite of passage. <laughs> and, um, and while I was over there, my very best friend back in Australia asked if I wanted to do a, a tour through China with this company called Intrepid Travel. And my first thought was, I don't do tours. So I'm like, no. She's like, look, please come because my other friend has pulled out and I need someone to share a room with and I don't want to share with a stranger. And she eventually talked me into it. But as I'm flying over to China, I still thought in my head that I'd find her, we'd check into this hotel and then we'd actually sign off the tour because I just did not do tours. That was I'm like, no, nah, I'm an independent traveller. <laughs> Anyway, we get, I get over to, I get, we land in Beijing and somewhere across the course of the flight, I got food poisoning. So I oh turn up Jesus. at the hotel, sick as a dog. And before the tour has even begun, she tracks down the tour leader who um, gives her a can of full strength Coca-Cola, sends her back to the room to give it to me. And within a couple of hours, I'm absolutely fine. So... <laughs> I, I had a great start to my first group travel experience and it also helped. He was an incredible tour leader and he was also a yoga teacher. So it's really interesting that that very first group trip experience with Intrepid was also what got me into yoga. Um, and the wow. two things have intersected many, many times in my life now as well. So I came back from that trip. And not only was I a, a group travel convert, I decided that my next career move was going to be tour leader. And off I went to do that. And it took me about another 12 months or so, but I eventually got a job as a tour leader um, in Egypt and Jordan, wow. of all places. And did that, came back to Australia, um, much to my parents' delight because they didn't really <laughs> love me traveling all over. <laughs> various countries and they loved it but didn't love it you know it was good stories for their friends but um they were happy to have me home and started working for a couple of adventure travel companies back here eventually finding my way to intrepid um in one of their retail stores in sydney um so yeah and then intrepid was who i always wanted to work for and once i got there i was there for a few years and then i turned my focus more towards yoga and became a teacher mm -hmm. um left the travel industry thinking it was too uncertain and you never really, it was just a little bit sort of rocky all the time. There's all sorts of things happening. I thought I need a little bit more of a secure income and I want to focus on yoga. So I went and worked for a company called Lululemon for five mm -hmm. years, which specializes in um, yoga inspired activewear. And then after that, um, did a few things, focused on yoga, that sort of thing, managed a couple of studios and then decided, do you know what? I want to be back in the travel industry. It seems really stable. Everything is going so great. And um, as it happened, the very day that I decided I wanted to go back 
Intrepid was advertising the role that I currently have and I just jumped in and I, um, you know, within a couple of weeks I was back following my heart and, uh, of course, it's been quite the interesting year since then. So, <laughs> Don't you just love how travel is kind of like this vortex with such a powerful suction yeah that if you've been in travel it's really hard to step away and even if you do step away you know you feel like you're turning a blind eye to the industry and you're really in your heart wanting to give everything else everything to something else yes and then all of a sudden in one capacity or another it's like this magnet just like yeah (laughs) it really is and I think what happens is when you're out of it for a while you start to notice that people who don't, who aren't as passionate about travel, they start, like their eyes start to glaze over every time you start a sentence with, when I was in Egypt or when I was in Thailand or when I was in Tanzania, and they kind of just nod and smile and you're, you sort of start thinking, hmm, I, I think I need to go find my people again, you know? And that's, right. um, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love about being in the industry is that it's just a whole bunch of really incredibly passionate people, you know? So... Yeah, it was an interesting journey, but here I am and here I still am um, and super excited about what's possible in the future of travel as well. I'm feeling really hopeful about um, what's ahead for travel. Yeah, I can so relate to that. I'm so pumped for the direction that it's leaning in. Yeah. Um, And we've spoken about this before in a previous conversation about um, just people being more mindful about what it is that they're going to actually book an experience for themselves. Exactly. Yeah, rather than just going, okay, right, well, um, my next-door neighbour just came back from this really awesome trip. Mm-hmm. I want to book the exact same one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> whether Regardless, or, <laughs> regardless I know. of whether it's suitable for them is a different story, but it's just the classic yep. old, you know, they had a good time, we don't have the imagination, we want the exact same thing. It's kind yep. of like, we well... Want- they did it. I want to do it too. That's true. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't, oh, I yeah. don't see that working anymore. It's, um, no. it's completely out the door now that the options have been completely cut. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm really loving how people are leading towards the whole mindful travel. But Absolutely. Um, speaking of which, we, I've, we, in a previous conversation, we've talked about how you love to get off the beaten track. Yes. <laughs> and away from the tourist trails, which is awesome. Yeah. So can you touch on some of your all-time favourite travel moments whilst you've been getting off the grid? Yes. Oh, there's so many. I was having a think about this the other day and um, I think that's what always, that's what struck me about Intrepid is that although, you you know, you go to a destination and, and every time I've travelled with them, you you'll still see all of the highlights and the sites that, you know, those iconic sites that you would go to a destination. But every single trip that I've done, the highlights or the stories I tell or the stuff that I, you know, I I light up when it comes to talking about are always the unexpected things. And so a lot of the time when I think about the concept of getting off the beaten track, it doesn't have to mean, you know, getting 
off the grid per se. You know, it doesn't mean you have to go and do some extreme crazy like go off and sit in the cave or be offline <laughs> for three weeks or anything like that. A lot of the time it's it's more this sort of just being, you know, having an open heart, being super trusting, looking like never refusing you know, an, an invitation to do something that might be outside of your comfort zone. So it's mm. those opportunities to be a little challenged or just to, to be a little impulsive, you know, as well. So I think there's a, there's a few things that certainly stand out. Um, one of my all-time most, I guess, impactful travel moments was in Rwanda. And most people go to Rwanda to see the gorillas and mm. that was incredible. I will, you know, can't take anything away from that. But the day before we went and see, saw the gorillas, I was there as a, a newly certified yoga teacher. I'd just gone through finalising my divorce and I decided, right, I need to go on some incredible trip. And so I scraped together what money I had, mm. and which wasn't a lot at the time, <laughs> but I was like, what? I must travel and went on this overland trip um, through Kenya, Uganda and, and um, Rwanda. And while we're in Rwanda and we're sort of in, the, in Ruhangiri where just sort of where you base yourself to go and do the gorilla trekking, the tour leader took us on just this sort of uh, like an orientation walk of, of the village and it was, you know, it was great. It was a great way to kind of get your head around everything. We visited some local markets and that sort of thing. And then he knew just in conversation that I was a yoga teacher and so he goes, oh, you know what, we should go and visit um, this women's refuge called Obushabozi and it was essentially um, a place where women can go to learn new skills in, uh, in order to earn an income within their community and oh, a couple cool. of years couple of years previously um, they'd had a yoga teacher come along and teach them yoga and also teach them how to teach yoga but since then um, I don't think they hadn't actually had any yoga teachers back through that particular area in a little while so he said, would you like to come along there and meet them and all this sort of stuff? And, and so off we went. And before I knew it, I was teaching them a yoga class, Wow, um, which was incredible. And to this day is possibly one of the most, yeah, it was the most incredible opportunity I think I've had um, while teaching yoga. It was just, they were just so focused and so incredibly um just there was such a wonderful connection and it was you know when you when you're a yoga teacher and you sort of traveled around the world and met lots of different people and that sort of thing it's incredible to see how no matter where you're from or who you are yoga can really bring people together this sort of idea of breathing and connecting with yourself and with the people around you so that was incredible and uh, the other really awesome one off the beaten track experience that I love to share is is actually um it wasn't when I was traveling in a group travel situation but it was actually in the Maldives which a lot of people see as a very very touristy luxurious destination um but there are opportunities to get way off the beaten track and I was lucky enough to jump on board um a converted fishing boat and head into the far um far southern reaches of wow. the um yeah of the Maldives where it's incredibly traditional untouched no resorts no nothing and um and that's something that I've, I've actually always wanted to return there as well so yeah oh god there's so many more things I could go into but <laughs> that might be a whole other podcast um <laughs> but there's some of the things I think the key thing is is it's a lot of people, when they hear the words getting off the beaten track, they 
sort of think that they might have to relinquish all elements of comfort or be super adventurous, but it's really just, it's very relative to who you are and what you've experienced. And, you know, one person's off the beaten track will be really different to someone else's. It's really just about, I think, you know, just challenging yourself and um, being really open and curious to different things, which is something that Intrepid really encourages and stands for as well. Yeah, that whole sense of individuality and choosing a trip that's designed for you because there's so many different travel styles out there. Yes. And, um, yeah, just really choosing something that aligns with you. And I think with what you've just said, Mandy, this really leads to your why, why you travel and how it really aligns with yourself and how it brings your travel personality to the surface um, and how you've been really true to yourself and you know, spoken to that little girl inside and, you know, touched on the experiences that she wants in life. So, yeah, yeah I love that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So what are the some of the reasons that you love to travel and what type of travel personality would you consider yourself to be? Not that we're categorising. Um, <laughs> I know it's hard. It's so, such a hard one. But <laughs> it is. I feel like there needs to be one of those handy quizzes where, like, you can answer some questions and it tells you what your travel personality is. <laughs> if only it was that easy. <laughs> I need a quiz to tell me what I am. <laughs> Um, do you know what? It really, it changes all the time. But I think, look, in terms of why I travel, I think the key reason or the probably more so what I, what I have gotten out of travel is perspective. You know, I think Mm. it's really easy in our hectic lives or what we think are hectic lives, um, to get really caught up in our own stuff. And I, for me, when I'm traveling, it gets me out of my own head and it really helps me to see, see the bigger picture really, um, Mm. to, to, you know, to really take ownership of educating myself through, not just reading a book or watching a movie or, you know, regurgitating something someone else has said or done. I think when you really embody an experience, which is really only possible by putting your your feet on the ground in these destinations, mm. then you can come back and speak authentically about your experience, which will be really different to somebody else's. But it's that element of being able to live and learn from something and then share that experience and storytelling is something I've always been really passionate about so getting to know different people and through that really realize like really understanding how similar we all are and how much we all want the same things really at the heart of it so I think that's why I love to travel more than anything is just it's it's that gaining perspective it's that you know really being able to cultivate that authenticity when it comes Mm. to sharing and living and learning and all of that sort of stuff and um yeah so I'd say that's 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 probably the main reason um in terms of my travel personality oh (laughs) it forever evolves I feel like we're different stages of your life because you know like my travel style pre-child and yeah. then my travel style now is is completely different. But, you know, yeah. it could change again once he gets older and, you know, yeah. you just never know where it's going to take you. And that's what I love about it. There's, there's just so many, so many options out there and a big world to go and explore. I do, I think, yeah. I do love your, um, 
travel tip as well about keeping an open mind. Yeah. And staying curious while being kind, respectful and courteous. Yes, always. That one really (laughs) resonated with me. It is such an important thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, if not the most important thing to remember. Yep. I think, you know, whenever people talk about travel tips or share travel tips, they often, you know, there's all all the the really practical, pragmatic things. But really, if you're traveling, it's just, yeah, it's just having that open mind, open heart and trusting. I remember my first trip to India, someone said to me, just trust, you know, and I kept telling, reminding myself while I was there and it turned in, you know, again, incredible opportunities. And when we talk about trust, not just trusting people which I think is what a lot of people eventually like they gravitate to us oh I've got to trust people oh you can't trust everyone and it's like no I don't mean it in terms of just trusting people although that's obviously really important but just trusting yourself trusting your instincts you know that's just as important because I think when we learn to trust ourselves it makes us easier to be open to trusting other people as well so um yeah yeah, That's but in, yeah, in terms of travel personality, I think I have a split personality <laughs> because sometimes, like when I was a tour leader, you're you're in the you're, like you're in the, you're with people all the time, and it's very vibrant. And, you know, you're you're sharing this entire destination with someone, and you're, you're really you know showing your passion for what you do. But then I also have this other side of me which loves to travel solo, or even if I'm traveling in a group, I will always be the one that will pay the extra for the single supplement so that Mm. I can have that restoration time on my own and I love that and I love to wander around completely solo but then I love to have that support of having a group and someone there the tour leader who's there really with all of that insider knowledge and you know it stops you from making silly mistakes that cost time and money (laughs) while you're traveling like wrong trains and you know bookings not actually being there and stuff like that so yeah (laughs) wrong airports (laughs) wrong flights at wrong airports rocking up to different train stations yeah (laughs) you know language barriers that you just can't overcome you know that sort of thing so yeah that's why that's why I think I got so um so passionate about small group travel and that's the thing I think really when I talk about group travel with Intrepid it's small groups like it's really small groups average group size 10 to 12 so really you know you're going to end up with a bunch of like-minded travelers and that's the thing that just happens again and again it doesn't matter where you're from or what your background is if you have all decided to turn up in Rwanda then you all know immediately that you have a passion for traveling to Rwanda and you've got a passion for traveling the Intrepid way so that's what I, you know, that, that helps. For anyone out there who's thinking, oh, no, I don't do group trips, just just try it once. <laughs> Give it a go. Don't try it. it don't knock it until you try it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you guys fly the sustainability flag as well, and mm. I guess that blends in to your new range being local in Australia. Yeah. Yes. I'm really excited about this one. Yes, yeah, so we, you know, we've, we really specialise in creating sustainable experience-rich travel. That's, that's what we do. Sustainability is at the forefront of everything. Um, 
as a company, we've been carbon neutral since 2010, but long before that, we yes. really were the pioneers in sustainability. It's how we started and it's something we're super passionate about. So um, obviously, we were a global company. We still are, uh, but as COVID um, steered us in a slightly different direction, we've created our Intrepid Local range, which um, is still that same Intrepid experience. It's just a little closer to home. And I think I think up until COVID um, graced, us, <laughs> graced itself with, with, its her, presence, with her presence. Yeah, with her presence. <laughs> with her unwanted presence. <laughs> um, you know, we always thought that travel meant, you know, packing, packing a bag and flying off to some far-flung destination. But I love how... You know, every cloud has a silver lining and the massively silver, if not golden lining, I think, is that we've really been able to look at our own local areas, support Australia as well after what was an incredibly challenging and difficult bushfire season. Yes. Um, you know, so there really is that opportunity. And, you know, whenever we travel anywhere in the world, um, supporting local communities and local economies is something that Intrepid's been really passionate about. So now being able to really turn that focus towards Australia um, has been, it's, it's, it's a really special time, you know. I think it's, it's been really exciting to fall back in love with our own destinations and certainly, you know, looking hyper-locally, really. Our, um, and that's where our intrepid retreats came into it. So based, up until now, we would have, you know, itineraries where you would move from place to place to place. And we still have those in Australia. There's some incredible stuff. But um, with retreats, it's one. Of, it's more of an unpack once experience. So it's really about, you know, fantastic boutique, um, really unique accommodation um, and then basing ourselves there to explore the local area. And at the same time, we're all, you know, again, supporting local businesses, local community um, working alongside people who are completely aligned with what our goals are around sustainability. Um, Intrepid is what's known as a B Corp certified um, organisation, which have you heard of B Corp before? I'm not sure if many of the mm. listeners would have. No, not, mm. not, in, not in my no, experience. That's no. okay. Everybody will soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> essentially, B Corp is the same way that we, you know, you've heard of fair trade fashion and fair trade coffee, fair trade chocolate. And we know when we buy fair trade that there's a guarantee if you see that fair trade certification, you know that you are buying or experiencing um, an ethically produced product throughout the entire supply chain without okay. having to do all your own research. So B Corp certification is just like that for business. Okay. So it's essentially... It's, it's a really difficult certification to get. It can take it can take a couple of years um, in some cases, and it really looks at every single layer in the business. And once you get the certification, um, our customers, our travellers, for example, know that we have met really um, strict standards through a whole bunch of different measurables that really just look at our ethical, um, our ethics as a business. So it's a, it's a really, um, a really important thing to look for. And there's other companies yeah. out there, things like, companies like Patagonia, Kathmandu, 
there's banks that have it, there's newspapers that have it. It's 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 not just for travel. So yeah. if anyone's interested, they can just look up just look up B Corp certification, and there's an, a huge list of businesses that have now joined forces. So what that does for Intrepid, it really just shows that we um, we don't just want to be the best travel company in the world, but we want to be the best travel company for the world, and really, really, I guess lead with purpose before profit, which I think is really, really important. So um, that's what the B Corp's about. Um, oh, um, big, yeah, yeah, we might we might chuck some information about the B Corp in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Just so if anyone's interested in looking at it more, I probably should have a look at it more yeah. too, Mandy, because oh, I, yes. I'm a little um, oh, you know, local on that you're um, talking about retreats and B Corp, yes. funnily enough. Um, yes. And you're you're a Byron girl, Byron Bay. Yes. So one of our new retreats is in is in Byron Bay, and a really good example actually of one of the experience we're doing, which is supporting a local business, but also these guys happen to be a B Corp certified company as well, is Stone and Wood Beer. Yay! Yes. So if you drink Stone and Wood Beer, you're you're supporting a B Corp certified <laughs> business as well. So they've gone through the same stringent process as us as a travel company um, to get that certification. So that's that's a, that's actually a really good example. Um, our Byron retreat, for, for example, we're staying in you know, fantastic accommodation in the hinterland. Every day kicks off with yoga, meditation, um, and then there's a lot of beautiful local experiences mostly centered around food and nature so for oh me gosh. I know right <laughs> my favorite stuff <laughs> so that's that's why um you know that's why that's where these retreats are very really interesting and unique and it's, so it's still that intrepid sustainable way of travel we're still supporting local local businesses um and local economies um but at the same time it's an opportunity for our travelers to you know really for them to take some time out i think we've all had a really interesting few months um byron bay is one of them but we've also got them uh we've got the daintree which um with queensland opening Ooh. back up um it sounds like in november um that's an opportunity. We fingers also crossed. fingers crossed. Um, we have Yarra Valley as well. So as soon as Victoria opens its borders, there's a fantastic retreat down there. Also Tasmania, which is opening back up soon. We've got an incredible Bay of Fires retreat, um, which is glamping and yoga and lots of nature-based experiences and that sort of thing. So, oh, I love mm. it! I love it all. Mm. Yes, oh, I'm very, I... very excited. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the other retreats that you do, what days mm. of the week that they depart on, mm. but something that I noticed on the Byron Bay one is that the dates are from Monday, sorry, from Friday to Monday, mm. once a month, from, mm-hmm. from December. Yeah. Yeah. So super, super do- doable, totally doable yeah. with, a, with a group of girls. The yeah. minimum numbers are four to 12? Yeah, so it's minimum four. Um, yeah. Generally speaking, Intrepid Tours have, we did originally have a group maximum of 12. We are always looking at what the government regulations are around group yes. sizes though too. So for a little while there, it was looking more like 10. So mm-hmm. regardless where we can always help any, and oh, that's the other thing I should mention is Yes, like any of our itineraries that anyone sees, whether they're a retreat or a small group itinerary, if you have a group of people already, you don't have to stick to those dates. You can talk to us about tailor-making 
your own version. So you might think, you know what, that Byron trip looks amazing, but we actually want to go surfing every day. Can you include that? Absolutely. We, we go out and we'll pop that together and do whatever you want. You know, you might want yoga in the evening or things like that, you know, so there's a lot of, they wanted to stretch it out a day or two or three. (laughs) Yeah. Stay for a month. (laughs) Um, I think when you're in the Byron bubble, it's really hard to leave. It really, and leave really is. Too. Yeah. I've, grown, I've grown up in the Shire and, yeah. you know, growing up in such a beautiful destination. Yeah. You know, like I didn't set foot on an aeroplane until I was 21. Oh, yeah. No, that's. I never and... left my own backyard. I didn't need to. Look at it. <laughs> it's so funny you should say that because I remember when I was, you know, I was going to school in Sydney, I was in high school, but every single opportunity from about the age of 15, I was, you know, always looking for a road trip, but I would always go up to Byron. So it's been really interesting to see how much it's evolved and changed over the last, you know, sort of almost 30 years. Um, but it, it's what's what's amazing. I remember my English teacher once saying to me, "Mandy, you really should actually look a bit further afield because there's there's a whole world out there you should, could get excited about." But everything revolved around by, the Byron hinterland, and that was my dream. And and now um, I'm I'm it's actually it's so incredible how everything comes full circle because not only am I working for Intrepid and I'm a yoga teacher, but now I'm absolutely blessed to be the person hosting these Byron Bay. In- intrepid retreats so it's it's bringing everything together and um yeah I just it's so exciting so yes if anybody does want to stay up there for more than the four days and (laughs) do a retreat more than happy um but yeah look they're incredible experiences and what I love is even though like even for me I've spent so much time backwards and forwards between um, where I live here, Scotland Island in Sydney um, and up in Byron. But this retreat has experiences that you may not have experienced even if you have been to Byron a bunch of times. So it's a really different um, it's, it's different to what I guess you would probably do if you were just sort of going, oh, we're just going to book in and do the Byron thing. This is an opportunity to really uncover some of the more intricacies of the local area. We have a really wonderful First Nations experience, kayaking experience as well yes. um, up the uh, just out of Brunswick Heads. So it's a, it's a river kayak, so you don't have to worry about being out on the ocean or anything no, like right. that, you know. So And the Brunswick River is such a beautiful, oh. healthy, clean river system it's absolutely gorgeous yeah yeah so um yeah so lots of lots of really incredible experiences and and more retreats to come and when New Zealand is accessible for Australians as well we have some beautiful retreat experiences um there too so it's I think I really think they're going to become um one of our most popular travel styles, to be honest, because I feel like that's what people will be doing to start with is rather than these two, three, four-week trips, they'll be easing back into things and just wanting to get away and rejuvenate a little bit. So, Yes, yeah. and, you know, fill up their cup because everyone's, yes. everyone's busy and technology's taking over yep. and it's time to kind of regroup. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'll chuck some details in the show notes about the retreat. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a little bit about Intrepid, some links and things like that that we've yeah, discussed. Absolutely. But how do we find more about Intrepid's itineraries and yeah. download some more info? 
Yeah. Um, so our website's probably the best place to go, intrepidtravel.com. Super simple. Same goes for Instagram at Intrepid Travel. Facebook, just look up Intrepid Travel. Um, and But once you're on our website, um, if you just look across the top of the page, you'll see themes, um, travel themes. Retreats is one of them. And then from there, you can actually explore all of the different retreats that we have as well as you'll see active and cycling and family and food. We, we've got so many different themes, but the retreats will all be there and they're all over the world. So it's not just Australia and New Zealand. That's, of course, um, what's most accessible now, but there's some really incredible stuff um, to explore in terms of our retreat product. So I definitely encourage everybody to take a look. Lovely. And if anyone has any other questions about the Byron Bay retreats, yes. you're more than welcome to give me a call or yes. send me an email yeah. on stephanie m at mtatravel.com.au. Lovely. Thank you so much for your time today, Mandy. I've so loved having you on. And yes. you know what? I think you're going to have the best time coming up to Byron every month and, and hanging out with some really Really cool, vibing out in the hills. So. Yeah, uh, it's going to be incredible. Oh, it's going to be such a good time. And you know what? To be brutally honest, I was looking at the itinerary. I've worked, lived, grown up in the area, and it's even showing me a different side to the yeah. to the Shire as well. So, yeah. you know, it's really for everybody. Really? Anyone, yeah. anyone yeah. even if you live nearby and you think you know Byron. Yep, exactly. Go and chill out there for a while. Yep. Have a few days to unplug. That's what it's all about. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mandy. I look forward to having you on the show again soon. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Steph. Thanks again. Okay. See you. Bye. Bye. Wow, <laughs> what an amazing episode that was with Mandy. Thank you so much. I just love the way that she talks about travel. It's so captivating. If that doesn't inspire you, I really don't know what does because that was just incredibly moving. Thanks, Mandy. We have so many really great links and resources that we can link to this in the show notes. So if you head over to Travel by Stephanie com.au forward slash 17. You can download all the links and resources from this episode. So you can head out to check the, their website, Intrepid Travel, or you can read a blog. They have, have an incredible blog with all sorts of ad people's adventures and ideas for your next trip. I love their Instagram feed as well. So make sure you head over there and check them out as well as they're on Facebook too. If you're looking at booking an Intrepid trip, all the links are in the show notes, so you can contact me directly for that one. If you're interested in joining Mandy on the brand new Byron Bay retreats with Intrepid Travel, you need to jump on it fairly quickly. The numbers are really limited and there's only departures once a month. So you need to make sure that you're getting in early if you have a date in specific that you want to do. They also do tailor-mades as well. So make sure that you let me know if there's a particular date or you want to extend your trip as well. So let me know. There's also some information in the show notes about the B Corp certification as well. So you just need to follow the link. I have loved this episode. This has just been amazing. 
If you are enjoying the podcast so far, I do ask a favour. If you can jump over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and a five-star review, that would absolutely make my day. Also sharing it amongst your your networks as well. So anyone that you know that's traveling, female, has that wanderlust, uh, free-spirited soul about them, then they will definitely love this episode. If you're tuning in and you are on Instagram, feel free to tag me. All of my details is in the show notes. I'd love to know what you've what your major takeaway was about today. So yeah, make sure you keep in touch and stay tuned for the next episode. I'll see you soon. Bye.